For those of you who might tune in to RTE and listen to Kayleigh House, you're going to hear a voice you're very familiar with. Kieran Hanron, welcome to, to Irish Radio Canada. I'm delighted to be with you, actually. Having a, a great time here at the fly. I see you're fairly busy as well, meeting a lot of people going around. And we're taking an opportunity because, like you, you know, it's, it's rare that you get so rich a pool of talent yeah. all under the one roof. That's incredible, and the numbers that have been around this week just surpassed anything we've seen now, you've for had, years. You've had a busy week, and you've... Uh, You've had a busy week and you've, you've seen the, the yeah. range of talent. Yeah. I, I put a tweet out earlier in the week because I, I took pictures of people, kids, playing music and I said no one has need to have any fears about traditional Irish music. Well, no, if you were at school actually, if you saw the numbers of kids, we had 900 students there from Monday to Friday at right. Scolaxia and 70, what, 72 tutors and you would definitely say there's no fear of the thing, certainly for the next couple of generations anyway. There used to be an attitude in Ireland about traditional music. It seems to be gone. Um, what attitude was that? A good one or a bad one? Well, there was one kind of that it was, you know, you needed to be probably west of the Shannon. Yeah. If you were east of the... Or, or certainly, you know, that it wasn't... I would have to say that it wasn't as embraced as universally as it is now. No, there's no doubt about that. It has, it has certainly taken off, yes. Yeah. It was in certain pockets around the country. Um, but I, what I don't know, there's... there's Kids now have access to good instruments, number one. Right. And they have access to very good tutors as well. It was different one time, you know. There wasn't, like, between all the sort of forms of modern day communication as well. Right. It's easy to get tunes around and get, you know, from County Mayo to Clare one time, you had to wait to hear it on Gilal McMahon's program of a Sunday. Right. But now it's just so instantaneous. So I think all that is actually helping the development of music. Right. And I think is, when I say it as well, there was a generational issue, and the current generation are so removed from history that some of the baggage that may have existed around Irish language, Irish music and other things I think is, is probably gone. Oh, it's a bit of a badge of honour really to be playing yeah. traditional music now, you can see that. I mean they have the, the kids that are playing it now have kind of the best of both worlds. Right. They have a scene with the fla and with traditional music in general that other kids that are not involved just don't have. But the activities of people outside of traditional music, those activities are accessible for the kids that are in traditional music as well. That's so right. it's, quite a, it's quite a fulfilled uh, life, certainly for young musicians. And there are instruments that were in difficulty, like the dealing pipes. Mm. There's a great supply of pipers now. Yeah. And you couldn't go down the street here, but there was a concertina player. Well, the concertina, I think probably the one instrument that has really expanded out of all recognition in the last, I suppose, seven or eight years. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's probably it's convenient as an instrument anyway. I would say possibly to the detriment of the accordion. It's not as the accordion isn't quite as popular as the concertina, and it isn't as popular as it was. Right. I just noticed that myself from going around to different various kind of summer schools and stuff, uh, or even if you see the numbers involved in the flares in the competitions, concertina is just everywhere, you know. And I, I never haven't tried to play one or anything. I, I have no idea is it more difficult, more e easier? Or oh, every instrument has its difficulties, yeah. you know. And, and it's uh, all down to practice as yes, well. Yes, there's no question about that. But uh, the instruments are available as well. The concertinas weren't available. Right. I mean, everybody was playing historic instruments, you know. Right, the fiddle yeah. was, uh, the, the, yeah, that was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if you had a, a concertina one time, it was probably made, you know, a hundred years ago, that right. kind of thing. Right. Whereas now, there's all these makers, a bit like the pipes, there was no access to Ireland pipes yeah. at all for many years, but the, the people of Ireland seem to have done a fairly good job in ensuring that there are new pipe makers and they're developing pipe makers right across the world, like not just here. It's funny, I was talking to a piper, a young piper.
piper from the States at Scolexia and he got his pipes in the United States, mm -hmm. made by a person from, mm -hmm. from the United States. So that's the way it's developing. That access is much easier. Now I know you have a, a personal interest because this, your neck of the woods isn't it down around here? I'm from here. I live in Dublin. I've been in Dublin for nearly 40 so, years. So having that fly in Ennis, you must, and you must have been great to be coming back home as such. Oh, it was fantastic. I was here. I, I took part in the fly in 77 here right. in Ennis. So to come back after 40 years, that was just quite something. And last year, and of course it got kind of rained out a bit last year. Right. No, it, that, that never bothers the real flag goer, you know. Rain doesn't bother people. No. They know they're all here for the music and the that's, right. and that's, that's what kind of goes on. Yes. It's, it's probably the, the, those on the periphery that get bothered by the rain. Certainly the regulars don't. But this year, uh, with the good weather here, it just, it's just incredible, the numbers. And you know, there's a lot of joy. And people forget it's, it's a family festival. It's not, it, it, it starts, the core of it is a family festival. That's so right. That's there's right. a lot of goodwill. There's just a lot of good, you know, it feels good to be around the town of Ennis. Right. Yeah. So, Karen, let's remind the listeners, Kerry House, our time and your time. <laughs> I tell you my time, then you can do the translation. <laughs> 9 p.m. of a Saturday night on RTE Radio so 1. It's a 9 p.m. Saturday night. That's take five hours off that, so 4 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. But the podcasts are always there. Well, you can get it. I mean, uh, we have, and our, our archive is up there. That's right. On www.rte.ie. Indeed. So it's all there. So That's right. From the minute it's, it's broadcast, it's instantly accessible, uh, no matter what, you know, it's there, sort of going back over the years. And isn't that the brilliant thing about modern communication? Oh, yeah, because yeah. there was stuff that was broadcast on RT back in the 40s and 50s yeah. and just is gone. Yeah, yeah. And the great thing now yeah. is, as you say, it's an archive within 15 minutes. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. You have yeah. access to all of that. And uh, RT has a really vast archive. With the, the practice one time in the 40s and 50s was it was recorded onto tape. And if they needed a tape for something else, it was just taped over. So a lot of stuff may be lost that way. It's not the same nowadays. The other thing, Kieran, is before we wrap up, but you must get nice satisfaction when I know you receive emails and messages coming in to you all over the world, knowing that you're able to reach an Irish audience globally. Well, there's no doubt about it. But for us and for those of us that are kind of doing the program, it's very gratifying to know that you've got people in San Francisco or Scarlet Lynn. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. And they're all kind of tuned in at yeah. the one time and all have that same interest. And it's what's really nice is when somebody discovers you for the first time, you know, the kind of, you know, radio buffs on the internet, yeah. and they find this, and they say, what is this? Because we could be in the tiniest pub in the west of Ireland, or we could be in the National Concert Hall, That's or right. we could be at the gig week like we were the other night with 10,000 people there. That's right. So it's just such a vast array uh, that it's, it's just, it's, it's intriguing where you get your, your communications from across the world. And, and you and I know, both know this, because I always say radio is intimate. Oh, like when that. you open your mouth, you're talking to one person, oh, yeah, and they're listening yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. And they could be driving, as you said, they could be driving around either yeah. Toronto or Los Angeles uh, or whatever. Because now with the data packages and all the rest, oh, yeah, of it's it. incredible. That, yeah. I just find that whole thing, you know, because people went to a lot of trouble one time just to listen to a radio. Yeah. You know, setting up aerials like on the tops of hills or climbing poles one time in London in order to hear RTE radio. Now you just turn on your computer. That's it's right. All there. And then there was other times when people spent hours recording tapes to set them in the mail and. Send them and you know, that's not that long ago, which is kind of frightening, really. You know, it's, it's more recent than we might want to believe. You know, well, Kieran Henderson, thanks a million for taking the time, it's been great chatting that's with you. That's my pleasure, I hope, and, uh, um, hope you enjoyed it. And tune into RT Radio when they're not tuned into you. <laughs> like RT Radio, I'm 24 7. Oh, yeah, okay. but, but again, we all have the podcast, so oh, we can bounce between we can the two of them. One another, for Indeed, sure. thanks a million.